This is the Most of Musa podcast, episode number 26. And today in the studio, I have Helena Rusenblad. Yay. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Yeah. I recently saw your post about the Espresso House experience. What was that about? <laughs> I love it that you started that. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a like, a experienced barista myself. So, you know, every time you get so such a bad experience. You just uh, keep it to yourself mm. and die inside uh, because it's better than just take it out on other people, I guess. So, yeah. Like, was yeah. the service bad or what? I mean, I have extremely high standards of service, so yes, but I'm not gonna not, like say anything. Yeah, because it's just no, mm. no help. Just... Don't reciprocate and go away, you know. Yeah. Are you the kind of person, if you're like, food was hot, you would complain to the waiter? You know, I have. No, not if it was hot, of course. The food should be hot. But like, uh, with food, I'm not very picky, to be honest. Mm. Just with coffee, because I'm a nerd. And like, maybe with wine. But, you know, it's so easy to make a good coffee. Mm. So, yeah, no. I try to not actually complain because it's unnecessary. But still, I like I I know how I could get it and I know how it should be. So whatever. Yeah, especially if you know what's going on behind the scenes and you've been in that position. I know so yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm dying. <laughs> you know, like oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand. Yeah. I also work in the service industry. Yeah. And then sometimes when I have a bad experience, like a part of me yeah. is angry and wants to complain. But a part of me is also like maybe that person is just having a bad day. You, you know? know what? <laughs> Even if they don't have a bad day, they may actually hate you, you know, if we think like that. But still, if you if you ask them about it or take it out on them, you're going to feel bad. And if you don't, uh, I mean, you're going to feel bad for just a second and then you're going to forget about it. Yeah. But if you actually ask them then you maybe your whole night will be mm. like ruined you know yeah 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 i know some people who just resent their job and they also yeah. like uh, i mean maybe they hate their job mm. and they're just i mean for real like uh, restaurant people don't like their guests a lot of the times for me that's weird because i think like why would you work in an industry if you don't like <laughs> the the job you mm. know mm. I understand. But whatever, I guess, you know, money makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me about your childhood. You grew, uh, you were born in Stockholm and you grew up in Dalarna. Yeah. And how many years did you stay there? For uh, 18 years. Mm-hmm. So, I was, so I grew up, yeah, there, but I'm born in Stockholm. So when I was maybe like one or like a few months, we moved to Dalarna. And then I grew up there. And as soon as I could, I, I left and went back to Stockholm. Uh, I had always bigger dreams than that place. And if you get a job at like Ica, you're happy. Like, oh, you're life, mm. life goal. Now you're set. And it wasn't really my, mm. my dream. And also I had my family here, like relatives. So I wanted to go back, you know, and visit them. Do you have siblings? I have three older sisters on my dad's side and one younger on my mother's side. Mm. Yeah. Are you the tallest of them? I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But my my sisters on my my dad's side were all tall. Mm. Be- 
because my dad is very tall. Yeah. yeah. So what was that dream you were chasing when you decided to move to Stockholm? You know, when I was 12, I wanted to be, or 11 or 12, I wanted to be like an actress, a singer, a model, like a pop star. I want to be, you know, Britney Spears, a movie star, or whatever, Jennifer Lopez, mm. you know, who I can find, you know. Because uh, mm. I was a figure skater also for my, in my childhood for six years. Uh, and then I did also do modeling for uh, the, the outfits, you know. So I thought like, oh, this is also fun. I can do modeling too, you know. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember your first modeling job? It uh, was that. The clothing? But it wasn't paid for me. I mm. guess maybe my mom got it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, yeah. How old were you then? Like 11. Yeah. Yeah, I was 10. Do you but that was more, you know, just for fun. I yeah, didn't yeah, even yeah. know the word model. Mm. You know, what's that? You know. When did you have your first like uh, paid modeling gig or like a professional modeling gig? Paid wasn't until maybe 20, when I was 20 years old. Uh, I did do, uh, I mean, professional photos with uh, a friend of mine who had like a really big blog at the time. Uh, her name on the blog was like Lime Amanda. She was pretty big at, at, at that time. And uh, it was one of our close friends in our friend group. Uh, so she took pictures of us, which were super great, still very good, you know. Um, so that was like my first experience. Mm-hmm. But then I started more... You know, when I moved here, I moved for a photography school. So I was a model for my friends. And uh, when they posted the pictures online, other photographers mm. started contacting me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just give this a shot, mm. you know, and try to see what happens. Yeah. And a lot of models have complained that they feel discriminated against because of their height, but you never had that issue, I guess. Actually, the opposite. Because I'm too tall. Oh, really? Yeah. The <coughs> perfect length is like 175 to 180. Mm-hmm. And I'm like 185. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually too tall sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, most of the times it's good. But uh, I've gotten rejected, for sure, because of my height. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, I read somewhere that, you know, uh, all the model agencies, they're looking for one specific type of body. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because like I mean you should be skinny and mm-hmm. like between 75 and 80 yeah, yeah. I, get, uh, I read somewhere I don't know if it's true but I read it comes from it's probably true <laughs> it, it comes from like when fashion designers design clothes yeah. they don't have to make several no, different designs no, and waste that's, that's, the, yeah. that's the truth that's yeah it's truth. about efficiency not so wasting we, clothes yeah we need to be the same size and the same height approximately uh, which is also why I don't get a lot of jobs because I don't fit in the standard size. Mm. But uh, they want also diversity, and I'm pretty close to the standard. Not, I'm not in the standard, but pretty close. Mm. So I can still get a few jobs, you know, on the side. Mm. Do you remember like the best modeling gig you had or acting, which you like remember like you were really proud of? I mean, for sure, the runway for Best Nice, which I did in February this year, because it was on like, uh, uh, it was on, uh, it was Stockholm Fashion Week, you know. First of all, I didn't know because I was (laughs) stupid. Uh, And I was just like, oh, it's just a show, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, it's Fashion Week now. Yeah, that's cool. And then I saw the, uh, the pictures from the show, 
uh, online at Vogue's web- website. So I was like, oh my god, this is cool. <laughs> and then I saw a video from the sh- from the show uh, for V Magazine's pro- profile on Instagram. And when I started, you know, I cried when I saw it because I was so happy. Mm-hmm. So I was so, you know, unprepared. Just burst it out in tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think modeling comes to you naturally or was it something you really trained on and you learned? I am a figure skater from the from six years old. And I think both because I was always very artistic in, in like kindergarten. I would o- always draw. I was like the best artist you know for drawing for paintings like until i was 12 basically uh, so even like when i was five i was always draw these beautiful you know paintings so but then i did you know figure skating and then you kind of learn how to be this this artist on stage you know the everything you do is like theater you know it it does sound very narcissistic but it's a way of expressing yourself like your inner core mm-hmm. soul you know you want to give something to the world to the outer world yeah no i don't think it's narcissistic it's just expressing I mean, maybe your it, it is but it's okay style, you know mm-hmm. so i wanted to ask you like um i'm not really comfortable with showing my face or my body in front of a camera like I'm camera shy in a way I weird wa- because you are so nice you should be on <laughs> camera more uh, really. thank you but you have a great personality mm, and yeah. if you have a great personality you can usually become great on photos really? I think in my experience but yeah. I think I can fake confidence really well because it's the, the it's the energy yeah maybe mm. yeah. I feel like I can really do <laughs> yeah I don't know I mean mm. Um, maybe not confidence but like happiness but uh, were you always conscious I mean you're putting your face and your body out there were you all uh, any part of you was conscious about it like uh, what do you call like body positivity or you know more like more like a body negativity sorry (laughs) what's the what's the word for it body dysmorphia no 100% Uh, when I was a kid you know in figure skating I don't know if it's true, but they told me, like, oh, you should actually not be so tall. So I was like, oh, but I am tall. So that was already <laughs> not good for me. And you should be skinny. You should be small and skinny. Because that's when they like you. And, you know, I was so nervous going to my shows when I was, like, eight years old. Uh, like, my, uh, they had, like, competitions, and I hated it. So uh, my mom, she put me on, she put makeup on me so I wouldn't look so pale because mm-hmm. I was throwing up, oh. you know, from... From scaredness and nervousy, mm. how do you say nervous? nervousness? Yeah, nervousness. Yeah, um, so that was a bad experience for me. But like, yeah, that's how it could be. You know, it's like the show must go on. But do you still uh, have some kind of body dysmorphia, or for sh- I mean, not not body dysmorphia, but you're aware. Mm. I'm because it's my <coughs> my work. You know, my work of art. My body is my work. So if I'm not gonna, you know, fit job or whatever i'm not gonna you know pay my bills yeah. and like do my my calling you know it's okay to be bigger for sure but it's uh, i'm not in that category mm-hmm. um as for now and it's not so many jobs that are for bigger or more curvy models mm-hmm. so you know to be honest yes you get more jobs if you're skinny let's be real mm-hmm. you know don't fake it you know I recently saw I'm not super skinny though. I'm I, I usually say I'm like 
curvy but skinny like mm. you know yeah i mean yeah. it's because of your height you're so tall that yeah. looks like you're very skinny yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly but i do wear quite a big size but i'm like you know still tall and skinny but curvy you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I uh, recently saw a funny fashion shoot in the US I think mm. and it was uh, the theme was body positivity so you had plus size models on the runway and all, all of the female models were mm. plus size and mm. and then they were like when the men came out all of them had like super jacked abs and yeah. like there's oh, no yeah. like there's no category Where in men's the, body positivity yeah. <laughs> it was sure. a, a funny the, thing where's the same thing for guys you know mm. Rihanna has it though in her show Mm-hmm. Which I think is good. It's really great. Yeah, I mean, this is just one example. I don't follow this kind of world, mm. so I'm just uh, I just saw this was funny. I mean, it's growing, it. which yeah. is good. Mm. But uh, in the men's category, I don't think it's growing as fast. I remember the first time I got on stage, I was like very very young. It was like a I don't know, I don't even remember. Maybe kindergarten or like mm. the class above kindergarten, like nursery. Did you do some kind of competition or? No, it was just yeah. like a a play, a school play. Mm. and i was supposed to be a lion oh. so i remember yeah. as i got on the stage i started crying no. <laughs> and then my mother That's came tough. and picked me up <laughs> yeah i actually remembered it now because i thought about it because when i was a kid in kindergarten also for some reason when there was like this lucia you know we celebrate uh they always picked me to be the lucia every damn fucking year and, and sometimes <laughs> I was like but I don't want to be Lucia this year I want to be the other thing you know Tana mm-hmm. and I had to say it in English because I thought it was so pretty with just a little thing on around your head and they was like no you're so pretty with your beautiful hair you need to be Lucia and I'm like oh okay <laughs> so in a way I mean that sounds narcissistic but that's also how I like learned how to you know you should be here like this is your place like mm-hmm. don't go out of this place you should be here in the middle and sing the song and be like this you know so you like in at an early stage you kind of learn to overcome you know from yeah i don't know i mean of course it's good and fun but i guess it's also kind of learned behavior i mean it's good sometimes to do some things you don't want to do like mm-hmm. which makes you uncomfortable precisely mm. but not so much not that you feel you know uncomfortable yeah, yeah, not, mm. you know every day maybe for a quick second but mm. you should also relax and reload and you know mm. feel yourself and feel good yeah definitely yeah. how do you f- relax yeah good question <laughs> read books drink tea no, I'm or like yeah, i'm trying to meditate and relax and like you know rest and sleep but i'm very i'm very anxious and you know fidgety and nervous So that's why I'm trying to find every day and all the time ways to like relax this anxious mind, you know. I recently right now I'm on uh, sick leave from work mm. and like while I was getting the sick leave mm. I'm I, I was getting anxiety like what am I going to do during my sick leave? But isn't it good though to relax or do you feel just you know, like you're missing? That's the thing like yeah. um, I don't miss work but I don't know what's the alternative. Yeah, you know? Exactly. And I don't know how to relax. Like okay, 2 3 days I can maybe stay at home, play games, watch some series, cook some things. But what then? No, I'm the same. Even though I'm like just at home most days when I'm not working, I still do a thousand things. 
I never watch almost TV. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I've started to watch series recently, but for years I didn't do it because I thought it was unnecessary, mm-hmm. you know, time consuming. But that's stupid, you know. You should relax. It's good for you in mental health, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, the today's culture with like making money and social media and hustling. Yeah. But I feel like I judge my my <laughs> self worth, my value with yeah. productivity. If I'm not productive, exactly. if I'm not doing something, then me I'm just too. wasting time. Yeah. For me, I'm like, oh, you're just a Capricorn. You're just <laughs> stupid. You know, not because I forget that you can relax sometimes. I'm like, oh, right, yeah, I can mm. just relax. You know? Sometimes it's just okay to exist, you know. A lot of the times, mm-hmm. you know, I heard another podcast and they were like, we are human beings, not human doings, mm. actually. But of course, in this society, we need to do shit to survive. But, you know, from the beginning, it wasn't that hard, I mm. think. Of course, you got to survive, but... Yeah, we we do the most. Yeah, I was talking to my friend about this. Like, if like, we do too much. We do too much. Mm. If uh, like from a few hundred years ago, mm. our ancestors came and saw us today. Yeah. They were like, okay, you're working all the time It's to attain this paper, which has value. Like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, <laughs> precisely. Or this, uh, you know, status, you know, public mm. image, whatever, you know. To be cool in others' eyes and yeah. be accepted, you know. Wanting comments from strangers, like yeah. why does that matter? <laughs> no, I f- yeah, I hate it. Also, I feel like oh, you need to be in this, the hottest new place, the new club, the it people, the blah blah blah. It's like, oh, fuck! I just want to mm. go home and relax, take a few cups of coffee with mm. my grandmother. That's good. That's mm. relaxing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I guess old people kind of. I do love all. Know people. how to relax. <laughs> yeah, she also can't talk because she had a stroke a year oh, ago. Shit. No, for me it's actually really relaxing because it's like, oh, can I come home to you, grandma? Mm. And she can only say like yes and like a few words. So I'm like, okay, and then I go there and I just like relax, you know, mm. fall into this little sleep and like mm. yeah. Maybe you're just annoying her, but she can't she say lo- words. No, she, like, she, she oh loves God, me. I'm her, I'm her favorite grand <laughs> granddaughter, so it's okay. I know it. <laughs> so sorry, everyone else. <laughs> you mentioned uh, astrology a lot. Mm. Like, um, how did you get into that? My dad was a astrology teacher, mm-hmm. mm, so he taught me uh, from growing up, and you know, which I also thought is you know it's fun to learn. And then I started, you know, talking with my friends about it in high school, and you know, testing it on each other, and it was really fun and cool. And everyone wanted their own chart, like, oh, try on me, ask him what about mm-hmm. me, what about me. I mean, for most people, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's not written in stone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little interesting. Yeah, I mean, if if you can pass the time with astrology mm-hmm. any any day, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you. Like look at something positive. Okay, something yeah. good is gonna happen f- to you today. For example, you know, it's like a. I hate those though. You know, yeah. the ones in in papers. Mm-hmm. Fortune cookies. No, no, no. <laughs> they are never true. I think most of the times they're not true. But you know, when you read like how you are, like mm. you as a sign, mm. I think that's or I know because I noticed that that's more accurate. And I also love to like feel people's energies, and from doing that, I've 
actually been pretty good at uh, uh, like pinpointing what people's signs are. Do you think your sign describes you really well? Yeah, I do. I'm the mixture of Capricorn and Aquarius, mm. which are two very opposite signs. Mm. But uh, I am a very opposite person, so yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you feel like sometimes you kind of change your behavior to fit those signs? Uh, that's what I'm trying to not to do. So sometimes I don't want to ask because I don't want to know. I don't want to have like this pre-occupied mm. mind about how they are. But when I'm very curious, like, oh, I'm gonna be, I gotta be right now, then mm-hmm. I ask so mm-hmm. how I asked you today, yeah. which wasn't right, but it makes sense. What made you think I was what you thought I was? I, yeah, I said Gemini yeah. or... Uh, Virgo. Why did you say that? Uh, because you seem very positive, social, and like flexible, like a flexible sign. That you're a Libra, which is also very social, uh, and also quite flexible and social, uh, positive, positive sign. So yeah. Are there like positives and negatives to all signs? Yeah, of course. Yeah. What's the negative about Libras? Do you have anything? In my on top of opinion, your mind? they can be sometimes. Not everyone, of course, but I met a few. They can be quite argumentative, like they want to have a discussion just because they want to fight. And then I'm like, but why, you know? (laughs) But, of course, that doesn't make sense for everyone, you know? What are the positives and negatives about your sign? There's so much, depending on who you ask, you know. You know, you can say, like, oh, what's the positive about coffee? Well, it gives you energy, mm-hmm. but for some people, it gives you jitters mm-hmm. and like anxiety. Like from whose perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. Are you into astrology? No, not oh, at that's, all. That's, but know, I'm, that's uh, a good. You I'm know. interested in like learning new stuff. So this mm-hmm. is kind of uh, that's why I'm asking so many questions about it because yeah. uh, I want to learn. Because of course you've heard that. I know like, Lotta is really good at it too. <laughs> mm-hmm, okay. Yeah, super good. <laughs> she taught me also. Uh, yeah, I mean, you've probably heard people say, oh, it's bullshit or whatever. I don't dismiss it that way. I'm like, I mean, everybody has some kind of belief. I mean, they can say, you know, yeah. it's their own world. You know, it's their own choice. I'm not going to mm. force it down their throat, you know. If they don't like mm. it, then okay. But even those yeah. people who deny it have some kind of other belief. <laughs> probably, but it's like, you know, who am I to say it's right or wrong, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even if someone someone's religion you know i may not agree with it but mm. if someone else thinks so then mm-hmm. you know, i'm not god you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah so how do you like uh get astral astrological readings like no i just google it you know you can do this uh, free chart uh on birth it's like free birth chart on like cafe astrology mm-hmm. so you can just put in your f- uh, name and your date of course when you were born and the timing of your uh, birth so you can like see what was what is your uh, sun sign your libra what's your moon sign that's your feelings and emotions and who you are when you're alone you're completely relaxed like actually the most truest you and then your ascendant like your Mm -hmm. rising sign how you are to the um, other world Mm -hmm. yeah so how do you want people to view you and the people who wrote all this are like astrologers, like someone like your dad. Yeah, like seven or seven, uh, several thousand years ago. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like an old knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Uh, does it have its root in Hinduism? I'm not sure. They have different form even of astrology. Uh, they have like what I know three forms of astro- astrology. So it's like an <coughs> old knowledge, you know. Because I know in Hinduism in India, like they're in some uh, <coughs> cultures where um, uh, before a marriage, like uh, a, what do you call it? like a, a priest would like see what the stars say. And if the stars don't match, they don't marry people. Yeah, horrible. Mm. I think it's that's bad. I mean, come on. If you like someone, you like someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it's like a like a. a how do you say like arranged marriage mm-hmm. then maybe not but that's maybe because of that fact then mm-hmm. i'm not sure you can i i mean i've been with people who are not supposed to be fitting to me mm-hmm. but they're good mm-hmm. so there's also other signs that are compatible you know uh, other than your sun sign for example i can like a libra even though i'm a capricorn and they are not supposed to go together but i have a lot of aquarius and aquarius mm-hmm. and libra like each other and maybe you have like Taurus in you, and Taurus and Capricorn they go really go well together. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking about I'm gonna look at all my like friends and siblings. It's funny and see. though, yeah. It's, it's gonna fun. be a fun experience just to check if they if fit the profiles. If you have no profiles. time, then <laughs> yeah, then take a few hours, you know. Uh, maybe that's my way of relaxing, just sitting at home looking at different astrological it's, it's charts. It's nerdy though. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Really fun when you're like dating someone like, oh, I wonder what they mm-hmm. are. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's fun to do it. Like, but if you don't like go to the extreme, okay. If you if don't become a psychopath. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, this person is a different sign. No, I'm not going to even yeah, approach no, them. No, that, that's the bad part about it. So you should never be like preoccupied, like have this thoughts, like how someone is. That's why I say it's better to not ask. So you don't believe something that is not true. Better to just get to know a person, you know, on your own. Do you feel like you can, personally, can you judge a person really well? Like, uh, in the beginning, like, if you meet I people? I have extremely good intuition, so yes. But, what uh, is that noise? It's my shoe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I'm trying to, like, also so, don't mind it so much. Because even though you don't maybe like a person, you can still handle it or, you know, find ways around it or whatever. Just because maybe it's a colleague or, you know, you're going to work with them or you're going to, or it's a barista at the shop you always go to. I mean, if you're going to, like, ruin your relationship with them, how are you going to keep seeing them every Mm -hmm. time, you know? Even though you feel maybe bad. Mm. I think you have a good intuition too, right? Yeah, I would. I yeah, believe so. Yeah. But sometimes my problem is I don't listen to my intuition. That's that's the thing, though. I do, too, like, have that problem. But it's it's a way of, like, is it a problem or is it a way of handling? Because you cannot always, I mean, it's like, oh, no, I felt bad. I'm going to go. Sorry. Mm. I mean, it's good to listen, but still you got to, you know, function. Yeah, because and also sometimes you can be wrong and change your mind later, maybe. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, most of the times it is not wrong, mm. but that person maybe is going to change in a, a two weeks or something, mm. you know. And also, maybe yeah. you can be that positive influence on that right, person. Right. Yeah. Mm. Also, you didn't maybe have a good day, mm. and then you maybe like thought that oh, he or she were bad, mm. but actually it was just me or 
being tired. Yeah. But it's mostly I feel like I don't judge other people as much as I judge myself. Mm. Like if I have a bad feeling about a, or a bad experience with mm. a person, I mostly put down myself like oh maybe I did this wrong or Oh, that's really bad. Yeah. I am I am the opposite. <laughs> um that's actually like horrible even for me because I can be so judgmental, you know, sometimes. And then I'm like, oh, fuck this person's stupid. I hate them, whatever, blah blah blah. And then it's like, oh, but maybe you were not in the good mood, you know, or mm. whatever. Yeah, it's a tricky. Mm. When I was young, my mother used to be worried about me because I didn't have any friends. Like I only had one or two good friends who were like really close to me. Mm. And then she would always be like, "Oh, I'm because my sister is a very sociable, more sociable than me, and she would always have a big circle of friends." Were you shy? Uh, yeah. Mm. And so, yeah, so my mom was, "Oh, uh, we need to make some friends or whatever." But even to this day, I think that actually helped me keeping my I don't believe in like you should have a really big yeah. circle of friends. Yeah, I think that actually ultimately helped me to Made build more, stronger relationships. Yeah, more secure person. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Because some people I know who are friends with everyone mm. and that kind of seems weird to me. How can you be friends with everyone? That's you know? uh, that's yeah, that's me but also not. Are you friendly with everyone I are you friends exactly, with everyone exactly that's the, exactly i am probably friendly mm. with everyone probably yeah but who can you be yourself with you know to you know re- like relieve how do you say relieve relieve like no but like your 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 deepest like why trust sure. really yeah yeah because those people are the ones i think that you connect to mm. I mean, I am myself with everyone. I'm not gonna yeah. fake a. F- but you're not gonna feel comfortable to but share. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. When you let your guard down. I think I can. It comes back to that intuition thing. I feel mm. like my intuition is really good. Mm. So if I feel like if I'm getting positive vibes from another person, even if I don't know them, yeah. I can be open to them. True. And yeah. in recent years, I felt like. This is a really good way to make stronger connections with the person you recently met. If you are really So funny because I thought about this exact subject going here. <laughs> this is what happened with that, us that as well. You're, that you're saying now exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So once you are very open and vulnerable to another person, yeah, precisely. First like at first they're like, "Oh shit, why is this this is weird? Why is this person being so open to I me?" I did not think that about you. At Maybe all. not you, but no. I've noticed other yeah. people who have told me that later on. And well, but then fuck them. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm not saying it's a bad no, thing but yeah. then afterwards it there's like an innate feeling in them to be vulnerable yeah. uh back to me that yeah. kind of feels like a like a stronger bond. That's how I got to become good friends with my American friend Kira uh, because we didn't know each other like at all from the beginning. How did you meet? We met on actually like this a model workshop online uh from the US with like a model scout and blah blah everything. Uh but I was like so, you know, sad and depressed one night like one or two years ago. And like since he lives in the US, he was awake and I was like, who am I who am I going to talk to, you know? And I was like, oh fuck it, I'm not going to see her anyway, who cares, you know. So I just like 
because he asked me like, oh, why are you feeling bad? Because we we talked mm-hmm. like you know randomly, and so I told her, and she was like so so good with her response, you know, like she was like, wow, you really connect to me, you know, and since then, you know, we're quite close, you know. Mm. Yeah. But you never met in real life, no. have you? <laughs> I know. It's interesting. We talk a lot. So for me, I was like, you know, fuck it. If I'm, if he's gonna think I'm crazy, well, mm. okay, whatever. You know, just mm. one less person who's following me on Instagram. Who cares? You know. Yeah. So you know, some you know, sometimes it's just like, oh, who cares? Fuck it. You know, we're all gonna die anyway, so <laughs> might as well be ourselves. I think it's easier for us to open to strangers rather than someone yeah. close to us because we. Yeah. Uh, they cannot judge you, or their judgment yes. really doesn't matter. It's really true, yeah. yeah. That's why people will spill anything to a psychologist who they've never met, instead of speaking to their siblings or family members or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and also because the problem is usually with the family members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, I was um, like, why we started talking was because of like. Uh, therapy and mental health issues yeah. and like do you feel like we talked about uh, a lot of deep shit mm. but it's good whenever you share something deep with another person mm. do you regret it later on no. oh shit maybe i was too open to I that can, person i can but no not recently no i i mean not from a few years ago at least because when i was younger maybe i did it you know to try to you know connect to someone but felt bad you know like I'm not no but now I feel I only you know I'm like certain of of myself and what I say like if I'm going to share something with someone it's because I want to you know you should never feel pressured you know mm. recently I was thinking about this that knowledge sometimes can be a burden in a way that let me find an example let's say if you have um, like uh, when I was young and i had some trauma but i didn't have the vocabulary and knowledge to know what it really was it was just a feeling that yeah. i could maybe the closest thing i could describe it to is just sadness yeah but the more i grew up and knew what it was the more power it had over me okay but that doesn't mean like you shouldn't explore yourself it just means that in the short term i guess It's always hard. Like to. ignorance is a bliss in a way in the short term, but in the long term, obviously that trauma that problem. If you don't, ad- like yeah, if roots. you don't address yeah. it, it's gonna get worse and worse. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Mm. I was like ignorantly blissed for a few years. Mm. I think that's why you know there's obviously things that I have to work through or whatever. I'm not sure about what they are though, so I need to take it up you know because mm. i'm anxious like a lot like mm. 24/7 but i'm not really like i don't know why you know so you if you really think about it mm. i have tried to really i mean there yeah. is of course issues but so do like, you so you feel poor. like you know the core of the problem no that's why no exactly and okay. i yeah i do want to do i, I do want to know that mm. Maybe I'm just like I do have OCD, which mm. is like an anxiety disease, um, which doesn't have a cause. It's just 
it's just basically inciting your body. Mm. Uh, it's physical, but it's not. It's not like a root cause uh, from from what they say. But of course, there it could be. You know, mm. I'm not sure. Mm. I wanna. I just wanna feel good. You know, like I just wanna like feel whole, not be anxious mm. and like relax, be happy. When you're relaxed and like feel whole then you then you become happy yeah, so no, most of the times mm. you can be happy and anxious of course yeah i feel like being happy or being in a good place sometimes is too far away from me i just want to become normal you know mm. i'm just so far no, from normal <laughs> yeah i just want to you know relax you know and i'm kind of baffled by people who haven't gone through trauma who haven't had depression and anxiety they're like they're you're kind of envious like you're like they're you're so lucky. lucky you do yeah. have no idea no they what. don't and then they're like oh just do this and it's like yeah for you it's mm. just to do that because you have no idea mm. like yeah. before i was really open to talking about my issues with mm. uh, my friends yeah. but recently I realized that it's like you know how people Is it worse for you to do it? And to what? To talk about it? And that's what I'm saying like you know how people say oh you should talk to your friends about trauma you should be op- mental health you should be more open about it and you know mm. how people say hey like I'm here if you want to talk and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. But actually I don't 100% agree with this. Mm. I recently kind of observed in my personal experience mm. that it's better that you describe your your feelings and your problems with another person who has gone through or is going through it rather than that's someone good. who has yeah. never that's why I, i guess i was so open to you and i have some other friends yeah. who i kind of n- not know that well but i yeah. know who have gone through similar things and even though maybe they cannot give me a good advice maybe they have no solution doesn't matter it doesn't matter I but know. i know they know the feeling i know that i'm being understood i think that's actually more helpful mm. because you don't want someone to like oh just do this mm. that's i think that's not really what you want because yeah. you kind of already know what you're supposed to be doing but you just want recognition mm. like oh i am here you like you know see me and value me at this point at this the core of my soul you know because i've had those experiences where if you tell someone and they're like oh it's just some studying stress oh it's just a normal thing like this one time i remember specifically i was having this conversation with but a friend but it's just like they brush it off their shoulders like this is a maybe big thing you know yeah because yeah. they've never gone through it they don't understand what yeah. it is no. like this one time i'm like uh, i was telling my depression to a friend mm. and she was like Oh yeah, when I had uh, an exam period that week was really stressful for me. I'm like this oh, wow. is oranges and apples. This does not compare. It's not even an orange and apple. <laughs> It's like a car and an apple, <laughs> you know. And also going back to that friend thing we were talking about, mm. I've noticed that we are more quick to empathize and help other people rather than we help ourselves. True. in both of our cases yeah, yeah like uh, like if my friend That's was good, if my if my friend was going through the same thing mm. i would be like oh things are going to get better or blah 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 whatever mm. i would say to f- make them feel better yes but i wouldn't say those things to me i don't show myself that kindness yeah 
or like I I read this in a book that you should treat yourself like you are your best friend. I'm actually like questioning that. Like, should you read it? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's good in f- like theory, but like, I don't know. It just feels weird to me. I mean, it's good to be nice to yourself and take care of yourself, obviously, but we are social like beings. We are like, how do I, I would say like pack animals, you mm. know? We're, we, we're supposed to nurture each other mm. and we feel good from that. Mm. So, I mean, that's good, but like, I think it's valuable to have people loving you and supporting you and helping you also. Mm. It's not like, oh, you can fix everything yourself. Mm. Bye-bye. Have no friends, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. It's even like, like, oh, you should do it yourself. Why are you not doing it? Are you so bad? You can't even do that. Mm. Like, come on. And sometimes helping other people is kind of a cure to yourself as well. Exactly. You see another person yeah. getting better. Exactly. better by uh, by something you gave and that yeah. would make you feel better you connect to each other you yeah. know yeah i was having this discussion with a friend mm. and he was thinking about getting married i was like but i know you have mental health issues mm. wouldn't it be better that you solve those first mm. rather than dragging another person into it mm-hmm. what's your opinion on this i think if you love someone and you really want to get married you, you should mm. I mean, because we, I don't, I, I definitely don't think that we need to be whole to find a good partner. I think we can help each other, and if they don't like end up, they don't end up. You know, mm-hmm. they can, you know, end the marriage or whatever. But you know, it's an ongoing battle to feel good to your whole life. You mm-hmm. know, and yeah, you don't be ha- need to be perfect to find a partner. It's better, but like, it's not like necessary it can even be good to not be perfect and yeah and as i said maybe you can help each other in a way i mean nobody's perfect but not to be like codependent you know but you know maybe in my experience like i'm coming from where i've seen relationships where one partner definitely has mental health issues and it's kind of affecting their relationship. I do think that everyone have mental health yeah, issues, to yeah. be honest, but everyone is not as open about it mm. and everyone is not as aware of it. Most people are not aware of it. Probably because they don't have so much is- issues, mm. you know. So lucky them. But they have things, you know. Like the saying goes, like people go to therapy because of people who didn't go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. No, I told you this. Like people who have been bad you or me or whatever it's their fault i mean we 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 get hurt by it but it's because a lot of people are shit to be honest you know don't try to be positive and say oh no fuck that but some people are shit some people are so mean and like horrible and often the good people get hurt because maybe they don't stand up for themselves or whatever Mm. they are too nice and like give them chances and whatever so. I mean, there are definitely bad people. Mm. Like, come on. Or maybe they don't do it to be bad, but their behavior is bad, you know. I think that, why don't those people, like, yeah, feel guilty? It. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of narcissists in this world. They have no conscience. No. <laughs> How can they sleep at night? Mm. It's just crazy. Or they don't even, you know, like, thought that they were mean. They thought that, oh, maybe they were nice for doing that. Mm. So that's why it's good to speak up, of course. Uh, but 
is not always fitting or you know easy mm. when that happens to you the world kind of seems unfair like mm. if a person is doing something bad and getting away with it yeah. and why not oh. i should do it you know and get away with it yeah i never want to be those people though yeah exactly yeah. you don't want to be yeah. that but you get have that impression yeah no i think that like it's good to see that no you are just a better person and you are a good person and you would never do that you know mm. i mean i have days too when i'm like short tempered and like easily annoyed and irritated but i know i'm a good person you know from my gut from my core you know so i do anyway things with good intentions and i would never i mean i would never want to be like those people i mean to be honest i feel like they are below me and they should be below you too because like come on you know be good people like mm. are you hopeful about your future do you have an optimistic yeah, i want to be yeah i want to be like uh, well because i've been dealing with a lot of health issues uh from the past year uh, like corona and then like uh, anxiety and like burnout symptoms um so that's yeah that's what i'm dealing with at the moment but you feel like you will get help and you want to get better you will get better oh i want to get better yeah cuz you just want to feel good i just want to relax you know be able to relax like we talked about that's when i will get my you know reload which i so mm. I, i need you know mm. but it's hard thing when your mind can't relax i'm not physically active but my mind can have a hard time relaxing you know mm. it's hard to be in the moment i try to meditate you know when i have time and that helps uh but you don't have time every day to do mm. it i've tried meditation different kinds but never really helped me i mean you do uh, different things feel good for different mm. people i mean not all days meditation feels good for me mm. some days it's even better to just even go out and have fun and have a party and like or you meet a friend or even just be alone or watch a series actually series are so good because it kind of turns off your mind you don't have mm-hmm. to think you don't have to be smart you just like stupid watch you know yeah like, yeah and that's good for me and for most people yeah that's kind of video games for me is kind yeah, of immerse yourself into another world for precisely yeah. you need to not be so smart and responsible mm. you just need to shut off the brain mm. for a minute or a few hours how however long you need you know mm. yeah that's necessary i feel like doing something like that watching a series or mm. playing a video games it's kind of like a distraction you're not mm. i want to feel normal when i'm not distracted right. you know right yeah 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 me too that's where i'm at that's exactly where i'm at actually so i'm try i'm just like i noticed that if you dare to be yourself in the moment with people you don't know at all or even just now new people it's scary but that helps you relax more it's about daring to be like your full self very scary but it's okay you know mm. i think you know the more you let your guard down it's like going to get easier i think mm. yeah. when you talk about depression and anxiety and stuff like this mm. do you feel good after talking where no, does your mind go no i don't because <laughs> it's negative yeah. but it's okay it's you know it's honest mm. 
I'm not gonna pretend, you know, or whatever. Because I have it. It's like, oh, whatever. Mm. Fuck it, you know. We're, we're gonna, you're gonna see it. We're all gonna experience it anyway. So I'm not gonna hide it and like pretend. I can't pretend anyway. It's gonna show at some point or another. Also, I have no, I don't really have any energy to like be perfect. Mm. I can try for a little bit and then it feels good. But at uh, some point you need to just relax. Mm. I have this conflict inside of me, like like we're talking right now mm. or when I talk to my friends who are going through some bad illnesses or bad phases in their life. Like, of course, you want to be there for people and help them. And like, I'm enjoying this conversation right now talking about this stuff. But it kind of lowers my energy, you know, it, it kind of yeah, puts yeah. you in that depressed because you're yes. being exposed to negativity. Precisely. So a part of yeah. me is like, maybe I shouldn't expose myself to too much negativity. But a part of me is yeah. like, it's good to talk about those things. But as you say, it's also good to not talk about it, not mm. because you don't you don't want to do it, but uh, if you put your focus on positive things, which t- sounds like stupid or just think positive, but like not like you're you, you're dishonest, but like more in a way of like, oh, I I love this too, I like this too, you know, mm. I you know I can also have fun because you're not you know, all you're not only one thing, you're not only this negative nervous anxious person you're also you know a fun social person who loves you know photography and Mm. this and that you know do you consider yourself extrovert or introvert honestly i don't know probably yeah yeah i i love to be alone though but i notice i get very lonely and depressed if i'm alone Mm. for too long yeah that's exactly me Mm. but i have this weird I mean, you relax when you are alone. Mm. You can be like, finally, you can be 100% yourself. Like, oh, thank God, you know. But you had a good time also being mm. out with your friends. You know what really I like is when I'm in the room with people or I'm in the same house with people who I know, like my friends and stuff. Now you're going to say something that is so me and I know yeah. what you're going to say. It's when y- there are people yeah. around you, but you're not interacting with them. Like, I want to be kind of alone, but I want to have people around me in I the mean, general this vicinity. Is, yeah, this is insane. Because this exact thing <laughs> is what I have been saying to people for, like, a few months. Mm. Yeah. You want to be alone together. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's, I saw, like, a quote it was like this zodiac thing and I'm not going to say what zodiac it was but it was like you know when you just want to be alone with someone that's the perfect relationship or family dynamic mm. you know or whatever and I think it's uh, a sense of family mm. you want to feel like you have a family your group of people you know mm. Mm. describe Helena's ideal day if I'm not working like on set or a job Whatever the ideal is for you. Let's say you're <sighs> writing an episode of your life and you want to show oh, wow, that's so some things okay. which that day would feel make you feel most satisfied and happy. How would you structure that day? When you wake up, what would you do? What would you would you relax? Would you go out? Would you do modeling? How would you what mm. do would you do during that day? I want to sleep, first of all, but that's because I'm sleep-deprived from this weekend. That would be good. 
first of all, I want to like relax and sleep. Wake up from not a you know alarm, and then have a coffee. I drink mostly decaf because I'm so sensitive to caffeine, so I get super nervous. And and then I don't know, like some kind of exercise or movement, workout or socialize, some kind of stimulation. And then maybe I don't know, go for dinner. I'm pretty open, you know. Yeah. It all depends on what I have to do for the day. Mm. Yeah. So a mix of alone time and social time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sometimes it can be like really chill to be alone the whole day, like really nice, good for your mind. But I think that we feel good that if we at least meet one person a day, like not just in go to the store, but like talk to someone. But it's f- like from however you are feeling. Are you stressed? Are you energized? Are you excited? Are you tired? You know, just try to feel, see mm-hmm. what you need, you know. Mm-hmm. But also you need to challenge yourself. So that's the dilemma. Do you ever compare yourself to other people? You mean like uh, physically or mentally? Both. Or like where if you see another, like uh, to the point of envy or jealousy, like... Never to the point of envy or jealousy. No, I'm not. Wait, yeah. they're two separate things. Yeah, I'm not saying that you want bad for other people. No, I'm saying when you no, look at it. other people and you feel bad yourself. Yeah, no, I never feel bad myself. <laughs> I get inspired. Mm. Uh, I had this like uh, thing like ten years ago. I was like uh, really sick at the time. That was when I got OCD for the first time, and I was so bad, you know. And then I was like, oh, my friends are doing so much fun things. And I'm just here alone with my family because I'm sick. And, you know, and then I felt like, you know, I had this thing, you know. But if they can do it, it means I can also do it because they come from the same place as me. They look like they look, uh, you know, like me. And, you know, they're my friends. They can be an inspiration. Why can they not be? An inspiration instead of something to hate on, you know, and that you know, that mindset just changed it. Mm. I wasn't very jealous before, but uh, that t- took it out of me uh, mm. from that moment. You know, if there was some really pretty girl, or, you know, other model, I was like, "Well, that's cool." You know, I can mm. be inspired by her. You know, if someone does something greater than you, isn't that something to look up to? Because obviously you want it, mm. instead of you know trying to hate on it. I mean, it's not easy all of the time, but for me, actually, most of the times, because I really don't, I don't get like jealous of uh, you know other girls. No, not like that. Mm. No. Also, like uh, once you realize that everybody has their own circumstances, yeah. and maybe. They have all the money yeah. that you want, but they're lacking in. Maybe they don't have good friends or family that you have. Yeah, but that's also a way of actually trying to, in your mind, put them down. I think like, oh, mm-hmm. but they don't have that. Some better than them anyway. But for me, uh, when it comes to like appearance, I only get inspired. Like example, when I see a picture of Bella Hadid, it's not like, oh, I hate her. She's so pretty. She's blah blah. No, I love her. She's so fucking pretty. You know, I want to look like her. I want to mm-hmm. be her. You know. And I don't know. I don't know her. Maybe I have a better personality. Who knows? Probably not, though. But still, 
uh, even though I, I even though I did, I don't care because it's her, you know, appearance I like. Mm-hmm. I can get inspired, you know. Yeah. Fuck, I want to look like that. I want to wear those clothes, you know. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, it's better. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like I'm trying to be this angelic person, and I'm not because I can definitely be negative and like not hateful, but like. Yeah, I can say shit, you know. Mm. I'm very honest and open. But I'm not, like, a mean, bad person. Mm. Uh, I really... I, I don't need to try. I, I am not, you know. Mm. I'm not. Yeah. But do you feel... I don't want to put, like, thoughts or words into you, uh, mm. but I'm just trying to figure out... Mm. Um, do you feel bad when you think about you have these mental health issues and other people don't? I do. But still, I know that it actually made me like a better person. Oh, like, he did? Yeah. For sure. And that's why people like me. And I know that a lot of people like and love my art and everything. And it comes from what I've gone through. And people love that. So, you know, in a tricky, weird way, it's the blessing, you know? Mm. No, I don't believe that. You don't? Maybe in your circumstances, I yeah. don't know specifically, uh, it could work, but... Yeah. No, but you can believe what you want, you know. Mm. And it's good that you say that you don't because then you can be honest and say mm. that, no, I don't think mm. so. Because we all have different... Like, uh, like, of course, like, I wouldn't know if I changed something in my past, what kind of a person I am. Mm. And, I mean, there are things I am proud of. Definitely, I'm not mm. perfect, but everybody has things they like about themselves and not. But I don't necessarily believe that that trauma that happened has made me this person. Mm. I feel like I could have... You don't think that it made you a better person? It made me the person I am today, mm. necessarily, not necessarily a better person. Okay, okay. I think kind of holds me down in a way. Really? Like, I, yeah. I, it kind of restricts my potential. I mean, it does for me too, like, like right now with what I'm dealing with. But I know that when I get through this obstacle too, it's going to be even better and even greater. And that maybe sounds like superficial or stupid, but uh, this was my experience. Uh, like, Or this has always been my experience. So, you know, it's going to be the same now, even though it's tricky and hard, like it's a big obstacle. But, you know, it makes it more worth it in the end, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it is true. You cannot believe it right now, but it's going to come out in the end, you know. Just from experience you know Mm. from my experience maybe not from yours but you are of course entitled to believe or think whatever Mm. you want one thing that really really interests me is the concept of suicide and i've discussed it with strangers with friends Mm. with teachers with my therapist i've never gotten a really clear answer about why do we stop people from killing themselves. Right. I've never gotten an answer for that. And why, yeah. Because the most common answer you get is like, oh, things will get better. But you you have no evidence of that. I mean, You're saying like, that uh, things could get worse as well. Yeah. But probably things are going to get better at some point, but then they can get worse again, and mm-hmm. then they can get better. Mm-hmm. You know, life is not linear. Life is up and down. Yeah, but then I feel like I like it's never gonna be. Uh, yeah, I'd be only like good. yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like yeah, life is definitely up and downs, mm. 
but when the downs come they're really deep down and i feel like i'm just sometimes i don't have the energy to pick myself up again yeah. i'm just kind of fight you know tired of for me i just sleep when those uh, episodes come mm. because i we talked about this mm. i i've been there and you know it we we definitely ha- have those experience you know for me though it's like a weird way of you know kind of not liking it but the the, the intense feeling is so strong like of like negativity it's bad it's it's just like it's such a strong feeling and it's not good so it's not it's not like i like it but at least i feel i feel so fucking strong you know and you just want it to go away and it it does go away that's that's my experience that's why i never do anything about it but in the moment you feel horrible fuck this shit i'm gonna mm. you know do it you know but i know i'm gonna change my mind in a few hours so yeah yeah a part of you al- always knows that this is temporary yeah like as you said it mm. feels so bad that you're like even if it's temporary you know and i'm going to feel good yeah. i know it's going to come again in the future <laughs> probably but it's always it's also going to come really good moments mm. that's the thing mm. and so if those good moments don't come so often as you want you need to try to make your life so that it does mm. because i think that there is a part of us that missing something longing for something you know which we really want to do but we are maybe too scared we feel like we don't have time but we really want to do it you know mm. and that's what i said like to you and like even to myself sometimes i'm like well oh fuck it we do it we're going to die anyway let's do it you know and that and when you do those things you start appreci- appreciating life more it's like are you afraid of death i mean i don't know do you believe in an afterlife 100%. Yeah. What kind of afterlife? Not sure since I don't know. Mm, nobody <laughs> knows. Yeah. But uh, you feel like this is not just it. There is something more. I am very spiritual. Mm. So and I I trust my intuition a lot. So that's why I I feel that. And I think and I hope, mm. you know. You cannot know for sure, but you know, I think and I I I feel that there is, you know, mm. something more. I I don't know why I enjoy talking about these weird concepts about death and suicide and I mean It's not weird. But it's it is weird uh, depending on what social context you're in. If you're like at a party at someone you just cannot bring it, this subject up, you know. Sure, but we're not at a party. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but you can do it. But also. I'm like uh I always want to like I'm really fast. I'm always want to talk about these things and mm. get to know other people's opinion on and ideas on mm. these matters. And some people are actually afraid to even touch these topics because they're too afraid of mm-hmm. death and Yeah, this. me too sometimes, but you know, I can just uh, feel the vibe, you know. If mm. I want to I'm going to answer it if I, if I if I'm going to talk about it, you know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like because I've come from Pakistan, which is a most religious community, mm. uh and now I come to Sweden, which is kind of the opposite. I feel like now I can see the the dichotomy between the two is that if you talk about death and the afterlife it's like like people can actually be open and you know explain it to you in terms oh, of like their religious Oh like it's a good thing. Not as no. a good thing but they will like 
like they would okay if like if i'm a kid mm. and i ask my mom hey, what is death and what, where do people go after that mm. and you know or i feel like they would tell me oh we go to god and you know there's the afterlife heaven and yeah. hell all that stuff yeah but i feel like where people who don't believe in those things and are then they're kind of afraid to touch the subject and they will be mostly like yeah. oh you know they've just gone to sleep or you know kind yeah. of just change the subject yeah. instead of addressing it of course you know they're scared mm. i'm not saying it's good or bad i'm just saying it's mm. a interesting phenomena that death is the it's like a most certain thing in life yes. but we try to avoid it even exactly. though we know it's coming and that's why i'm like telling people like oh you're going to die anyway mm. why not do it why you can do you know you can do whatever you want like of course if you have money have money and everything blah blah but you are going to die anyway mm. you're not going to regret it if you mm. do the things you want to do you know or even like be who you want to be because mm. you're still going to die so who the fuck cares like mm. you know yeah let's say you die and you get asked you have you are given the choice mm. to come back and do it live another life would you i i do believe in uh, like uh, reincarnation yes i do mm. so i do believe that we actually get that choice mm. anyway so yeah i mean probably of course then yes i would say mm. yes because i do believe that we have lived before mm. yeah i was actually thinking about this concept of life and death and existence mm. and i came to realization that you know in in there's a it's a law of physics that energy cannot be created or destroyed exactly exactly so a part of us never really ceases to exist let's say you die your atoms whatever you're made of your energy goes into the soil I mean, or like yeah. the bugs who eat you and then a, bur- a bird yeah. eats that bug so we are one you know yeah because yeah. just your atoms mm. never really truly cease to exist and that's why i say that you know science and religion actually go hand in hand yeah. but they are not yet to be uh, like discovered we mm. haven't uh, come that far yet mm. but for sure i believe that they are the same mm. actually in, in some weird way in that kind of way resurrection makes sense because when you're dying yeah. then you know a bird still mm. can carry your atoms and that part of you yeah. is in that bird yeah and is this kind of it's not a start to finish it's a circle i mean it i wonder like right now of course i have my ancestors genes mm. but how much of other people's atoms i'm carrying like right now you know <laughs> hundred i don't know mm. billion and also this one interesting fact i recently learned that experiences and skill can actually transfer from generation to generation mm. so let's say true let's because i have a lot of artists in my yeah, my, exactly. uh, my ancestors yeah. were actually like painters mm. or specific things as well like if you have a good aim and you're a shooter mm. that can like your ancestors yes. your descendants can also yeah. are good at that that's as in like dogs you know species different species are good at different things yeah it's yeah. a very weird thing yes. where that comes from i mean it's biology yeah, yeah yeah you have a good eyesight mm. or whatever you have a good strong hand mm-hmm. you are very precise or mm. you know 
Yeah, no matter how much you believe in individuality and believe that, oh, I'm self-made and all that, nobody 100% individual. Your mixture of your biology, ancestry, your surroundings and everything just goes so much into being, you know, human beings. Mm -hmm. Do you live alone? Uh, With my brother. That's good, right? Yeah. I think if you... I don't mind either way. I think you, you feel better from living with someone even though it's maybe an annoying sibling mm. yeah no it's uh i don't f- or maybe he's not annoying but like no, but i don't uh, have a, a preference either way no i would rather live alone i think i mean yeah me too but like then i did and i think i'm i'm still like i don't know mm. i don't think it's good for my mental health mm. to be living alone mm. As we talked about, you want to be alone, but with someone. Yeah, you want to yeah. feel like you have a family. Mm. You want to feel like you have support, like if something happens. Yeah. I think that's probably why also I have anxiety, because from living alone for so many years, mm. I think you build up this uh, physiological stress of uh, being have to be prepared if something happens. You know, You're unaware of it, you know. Because when I am with my family, like at home, like uh, where I grew up, I feel directly more relaxed. Of course, they are annoying and we can fight and whatever. But there is a way of like, oh, that sound that I just heard, it was probably just a dog or my dad or whatever. It wasn't like a ghost or (laughs) like a burglar or like, you know, a monster, you (laughs) know. Yeah. I actually got scared last night. I was coming back from the wedding event and it was like 11.30. It was snowing and I wasn't in a good neighborhood. All right. And I was standing yeah. uh, waiting for my train and yeah. this drunken guy comes and he's like talking, started talking to me and he's like introducing. He's like, oh, I'm Russian yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I kind of pretended I had earphones. And yeah. I pretended I was on a call. Yeah. And then I actually, then I actually called my friend. And That's like, good, yeah. And then... <laughs> Turns out he got off on the same station as me. (laughs) And then as I'm walking home, it's like a five, seven minutes walk. Yeah. And a few meters away from me, I see someone like like with their hood on following. Uh, Fuck. And then I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, like. But I made it home. And you're like, oh, no. Days to day. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually wasn't afraid for my health, but I had camera gear. And right. I had lights yeah. who, which didn't belong to me. No, but you don't want to get robbed. Yeah, you know? of yeah. course. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well. But in Pakistan, I grew up in a really, really bad neighborhood. Mm. Like, uh, it was very common for burglaries and stuff. Even like uh, one time in front of me, yeah. um, me and my neighbor, my friend, we were going to the shop to mm. buy something. Yeah. And then like 10 feet away from us, it was... Also, our neighbors, like two old couple, uh, a couple was going, and then two guys came on a motorbike, pulled a pistol on them. And he's like, give us uh, like your money. And the lady was wearing some jewelry. Did they get hurt? No, no. But uh, it's mostly just... That would have been... Yeah, it's mostly just yeah. threatening stuff. Still, though. Mm, yeah, scary. It's a traumatic experience. Yeah. yeah. But I imagine, like, I can't even imagine to be a woman. We didn't even lock the door when I, where I grew up, you know, mm. for a long time. You know, 
and now we have <laughs> four German shepherds. <laughs> so it's like yeah. whenever someone comes, like wah, 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 it's like uh, <laughs> fucking war. I mean, I love them, but mm. like if you don't know them, you yeah. get kind of scared, mm. you know. Do they get comfortable with strangers easily? Yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from from people, uh, if they don't have dogs, they they get scared. But if you do have dogs, you know that that's just their nature. They just how they mm. act and how they socialize and how they behave. And from when you just start, you know, interacting with them, they are super chill and nice, you know. Yeah. But you can't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love dogs. Even though I've never had my own, I love dogs. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Mm. I hated dogs before we got dogs. Yeah. Now I don't hate them, of mm. course. I love them. Mm. Not everyone, but I like animals. Mm. For me, it's cats. It's better. Mm. But uh, I would rather choose dogs. Uh, like both, but yeah. dogs, depending on, you know, dogs are all more responsibility. You have to take them out for a walk yes. and all that stuff. That's why I, I don't like them. Just like, oh, I, I don't have time. I have other things to do, you know. Do you have a good childhood? Both. I mean, <laughs> traumatic. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, both positive and negative, yeah. Mm. Did you grow up in Stockholm? No, no, no. I came here in 2013. Yeah. And then I mean, that, of course, yeah, you speak English. Yeah, before that, I was in Pakistan. Grew up in the same uh, neighborhood all my life. Was it good? Uh, what the neighborhood? Yeah, or like your upbringing in that neighborhood? Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. Because um, uh, my dad had been living there since he was a kid, mm. so it's kind of like all the neighbors kind of knew each other. Nice. Yeah. So and he we, was like a known guy. Yeah, like everybody knew okay, each yeah. other, uh, so it, everybody was like. So you can help each other. Like. Yeah, yeah exactly. Go happens, to each other's yeah. houses, help each other, and yeah. kids would like play on the streets all the time together. That's like one of my I do I do miss that mm. about my place. We always used to like go to the neighbors and mm. play and mm. like uh, you never lock the door because mm. there would not be someone coming in, you know. And we just uh, went uh, you know down to your other friend like further down like the village where I live. You don't have to call. You just go there. Mm. They're going to be home yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know. Never like, "Oh, we can book an appointment in 2 mm. weeks." Like Fuck that shit! I'm yeah, coming yeah, loud. Yeah. Turn on the coffee, you know. Mm. I don't. I don't like that about Stockholm, though. But getting better. Yeah, when I came to Sweden, then then this when I learned that oh, you, people don't even know their neighbors here. It was a very weird concept yeah. at first, but now I'm used to it. Me too. Yeah. Mm. But I always try to at least know the immediate neighbor. Yeah, I mean, I did try <laughs> to do that, but then he liked. You know, started talking for hours. <laughs> yeah, and since then I'm like, yes, oh hey, okay, goodbye. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, he's yeah, gonna yeah. like catch mm-hmm. me and mm-hmm. hold me and like you know, yeah. But he's he's gonna have his own podcast with you. <laughs> he was like, you know, oh, how's it going with the modeling? Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, too much. Mm-hmm. I feel like you are a bit too interested now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do you still get uh, anxious about when you have a modeling gig? Almost every time. But it's more of uh, I have like uh, anxiety in general. So it's, it's, it's not actually about the job. It's about the actual um, occasion. Even going here. Even going to a regular job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same. Actually for anything. 
right now at least. Just because my anxiety level is uh, raised from six months ago. But uh, in general, I don't get so nervous about molding yarns. It depends on what it is, of course. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, same. Like, even though I'm doing photography for yeah. many years, yesterday before going to that wedding and yeah. the couple shoot, I was like super anxious. Yeah. Sometimes I'm even anxious to go and, you know, visit a friend or mm. even like a relative, which I know. Not because I don't feel comfortable with mm. them, but just because there is. A change. There's something new. Yeah. I have to get up from my couch, you know, or not that I'm on the couch. I yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. a couch, but you know, <laughs> like you have to get out of your rut, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's hard for me to sleep uh, the day before. <laughs> same, yeah. same. I barely slept this night, but it's it's nice because then you then you like if you don't sleep like for a few nights or one night, you sleep better the next night. So. Mm. But the weird thing about okay. anxiety is that it's always before the thing. It's never yes. actually when the thing is happening. Yeah, it's uh, anticipation. Mm. Yeah, it's like I thought about it. It's like a false because anxiety is just an illusion, right? Mm. If you think about it, you're anxi- you're like anxious about something that's gonna happen, and as you say, when you're in it, you don't feel really anxious, mm. you know. So it's just a like build up, build up, build up, then then nothing. Mm. And I imagine that being death, like build up, build up, build up, and then death come and like, oh, no, mm. no, like release. Mm. Or probably like ultimate relaxation, bliss or something, whatever. I don't know. It also applies to actually good moments as well. Right. Like sometimes yes. your, uh, the anticipation is better than I, the actual yeah, event. Yeah, and mm. then it can be good. Like, mm. oh, you're so excited. Like, mm. wow, it's going to be so good. And then you're there like, oh, okay. Mm. Okay, wow, you must guess this. Okay, <laughs> nice, yeah, you know. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I like uh, antici- anticipation, you know, like you're, ex- or like you're, you're excited. That's what I like. I don't like anxiety because mm. that's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So I try to be, yeah, I think that's the thing. I try to be very, like, uh, even, you know, very low lows. I think that also for people who have very low lows and high highs, it gives us more anxiety since we are mm. so more I don't want to say up and down because that sounds bad but like our feelings are stronger and more extreme so we're gonna get more anxious or more excited even also but it's better to you know I think it's better for your mental health and your overall health to at least relax and try Mm. to be more even you know Mm. have you ever had uh, some medical help for your anxiety yeah oh yeah for years what kind like medication or therapy or what Uh, both i did take medication for nine years and i stopped almost a year ago that's why i'm (laughs) hence i'm anxious now Mm -hmm. because it takes about six months for it to go out of your body Uh, why did you stop you felt like you were getting better yes but also because i felt like i wanted to solve the root cause of the problem Uh, and the and the medication i was on was uh, was actually keeping me kind of high i don't want to say high but like i could never wind down Mm. it was always keeping me i mean now i'm also anxious so that's not good but at least i can you know land more if that Mm. makes sense and uh, you know go to the bottom of my my root 
cause maybe. Mm. And probably that's why I've had more anxiety because now I am actually down here and not up here above it. So, but it's, uh, you know, as you say, it's both good and bad with everything. Yeah. It's really nice to not be anxious and not feel bad, but it's also not so nice to not feel like you can relax and wind down and be yourself, Mm. you know? It really takes a pull on you after a few years, you know? Like, oh, no, now I just want to relax a little bit, you know? And the thing with mental illness is is that even the doctors don't know what's going to work. It's just kind of an experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was such an experiment, Mm. you know, bunny for them or how to say, you Mm. know, they tried so many things on me. uh, But like most of them were shit, to be honest. But at the moment, like like maybe eight years ago or so, I was told that, oh, but this is good. Try this one because of my OCD. Like that was why I got medications because I had severe OCD, washing my hands for hours, showering for hours, you know, not touching anything. Mm dirty or whatever you know and now i don't have it but like they they tell you like oh this is good it's good and yeah some of them were good but they have side effects mm. i mean life is also not good you know it, everything has side effects it's like mm. astrology everything has nothing one. good is ever no. free <laughs> yeah no exactly because like i had one pill that was like amazing i felt like so whole like that i feel like whole person like oh this is wow i feel so good like this is oh everything this is bliss you know mm-hmm. not like i was high just like i felt whole i felt complete like i never felt whole like that but i could not sleep less than 12 hours every day because otherwise i will be a wreck i could sleep 16 hours mm-hmm. and you, you can't do anything can't work you can't do anything if you need to sleep that much and if i didn't i was like deprived horribly so it didn't work you know Mm. also it gave me very low blood pressure so um, i tend to like have that anyway so i can pass out you know if i don't eat regularly and stuff Mm. and that pill uh, even lowered it more so you know very bad also for me i wonder like if if it's ever gonna be will medicine go that far where they can just like know what the problem is and they can give you the right pill because the human brain is so complex right and with mental health issues it's you don't it's a know spectrum. the root cause yeah you know? it's a spectrum yeah. and also different causes as well you know mm. so it's hard to ever pinpoint to where the problem yeah. is Because I've heard so many things like people change their diets and they become better. People, you know, stop smoking and they become better. But some people really need some kind of heavy duty medication. So it's like the spectrum is all over the place. And some people like, which I know also, who are very like spiritual, do like a lot of like mushrooms and stuff. Mm. And they claim it helps them, you know. I don't know because I never tried, but like I'm honestly like not judging anyone because you do what works for you. I mean, who am I to say like what's good or bad? Mm. Like you are wrong, you're right. Like everyone do what they can to Mm. feel good, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone else or 
yourself, you know. Or, I mean, if you want to hurt yourself, that's your choice, I guess. But, you know, probably not mm. right. Okay, on an ending note, I want to ask you, tell me three things that you like about yourself. I feel like I am very open. You can you can use whichever word you want, if you want to use spiritually or mentally or whatever. But I feel like I can read a room really well not from seeing but from feeling it's like just an awareness you know you're very perceptive oh, that's one thing i need to go with free <laughs> two more two more are you actually i wanted to ask are you more self-aware of yourself or are you more self-aware of your surroundings you know this is my aquarius trip in mind going oh you know because that's the thing like aquarius is very detached mm-hmm detached as in we just like, like wander out mm. in the universe and that's why i i read the room because i am here like mm. everywhere you know but then of course i am here you know mm-hmm. see and then i forgot the question like that's so typical. okay move on yeah. to the other yeah. two th- other two things you like about yeah. yourself no i know that i want to make like an impact on this world like i am here to create a better world <laughs> you know like i i have good intentions i think i feel like yeah and i i think it's really important to know that about yourself and i think that that's why we can talk also and we can connect like oh but we are good people just bad people have or like people have done bad things to us maybe maybe they weren't aware of it but i think that if you are not aware of your intentions like if you're just ignorant like going around being stupid then you can do stupid things to people without knowing it because you are not you're not deep enough to mm. know if you have like do you have good intentions you know mm-hmm. on on your surroundings on people you know yeah or life in general okay that's the that's the number two. you know two. D- deep answers <laughs> I'm very fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like at parties or in social gatherings. You know, I am so opposite. Capricorn Aquarius. Capricorn is not fun at all. Mm. They say. I think so. But then I have this you know, extreme fucking enormous energy. And when used for good, you know, positive, you know. We can have, you know. Mm. A lot of fun, you know. Yeah. Yeah, a charismatic, energe- energetic yeah. person can really lift up the whole room. Yeah, I don't say that I am charismatic because mm. I don't feel, I don't think that I am, mm. but I can be sometimes mm. when I'm having fun. Mm. Yeah. Or I, you know, or I like a person or whatever, you know. But of course, you you can tell I'm very like, you know, this dreamy, slow, mellow. <laughs> That's me, you know, relaxed like. Yeah. No, I don't think of it as slow and mellow. From no. my perspective, it's more like you're putting in yeah. hard thought on what your answers should be. Maybe. You're really considering your words. Yeah, it's funny because when I was younger, they always called me like, oh, you're such a hippie. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I though? I'm like, oh, this philosopher, like, <laughs> blah, 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 you know. But then, of course, I can be really fun at parties mm-hmm. and like, you know, just having a good time, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your mind needs to relax. So you need to wander off. Yeah, that's good for you. That's good for everyone. Mm. Yeah. You don't have to be so on point all the time. 
Now you don't have to be in the moment all the time. Just no. sometimes it's good to daydream. <laughs> yeah, you know, mm. turn off your brain, mm. not your mind, but your brain. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I have some more questions, but we'll take it off off the podcast <laughs> behind oh, the exciting. scenes. Thank you so much for having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this was really amazing, and yeah, thank you for being here and talking. Thank you. Thank you everybody for listening. I know I haven't been consistent with these podcasts, but uh something's happening in life, but in the future I'm trying to be more consistent and even though I might not have guests, I'll just come and talk about what's going on in my life, what's going on in the world, my thoughts on it. And it might not be a long podcast, but it could be just maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. however long i can talk and not get bored so yeah thank you for listening uh i hope uh, we talked about some things that can help people if you're going through some mental health issues just know that you're not alone and there are help out there thank you for listening peace be upon you all bye bye